Hello and get ready. Prepare your heart as we dive into the Word of God. Pastor Steve Castle of Beloved Church in Lena, Illinois, is about to lead you into a life-changing encounter with grace and truth. Jesus Christ has a divine destiny for those who are willing to open their hearts to receive His favor and blessing into their life. Our prayer is that you will allow the presence of the Holy Spirit to radically display the Father's love for you. You are part of God's beloved family, and that means you are greatly loved. Now over to Pastor Steve. So healing. Are we a room of kings and priests? What's our call? Yeah, well done. In all things, right? To bring light into darkness in all things. Okay? So, again, no coincidences. I don't believe in them. They're amazing, but the thread is way fun. I just, as I was stepping back up here to try and bring us all down to our seats to release what the Lord's got for us today, I'm listening to a testimony of a sister that was in a group yesterday. And she had to go. First of all, she said, I gotta go pray for that guy. Because of what was happening. Okay, so this is really important. Right now our world is in turmoil. It is. This country is in turmoil. It broke my heart last night. Huh. And I know what that means. Because our father's heart's breaking for his kids. I watched people celebrate... What's not truth? They're being lied to. And they're excited. And they're weeping with joy out of unfulfilled excitement because they're being lied to. We have got to be there, you guys. This is time to rise up as the body of Christ. And it's not in condemnation. Get that. Huh, I wonder why we were talking about condemnation before. Anyway, so it's not about condemnation. It's about loving and bringing truth into their lives at that moment. Because that's what my king would do. As the disappointment falls. Somebody's going to be disappointed in this mess. Without a doubt. I have my opinions. I'm a fact guy. I've studied this like Brother Steve my entire adult life. I've been intrigued by this system of our republic. And the historical facts and documentation that goes along in every aspect of it. To me, none of this is a Republican-Democrat thing. None. Zero. Zip. Never has been, never will be. That's been a fallacy since the start. It has been. A lot of years, it's been a fallacy. Okay, so, we, this is our clarion call, you guys. It's no coincidence that you're here in a house that speaks the simple gospel message and the fact that it's finished and allows you to step into places that many don't even have the opportunity to hear those truths. Amen. And is it any coincidence... That our pastor has spent a life studying the Bill of Rights and 
the Constitution and has a real drive in the political arena just to know truth. Okay. Is it any coincidence that that we as a leadership team understand who we are in Christ to the point that we get to stand up? We will not take a knee to anyone other than Yeshua. Yeah, no, you guys too. Every one of you here. So, again, I beseech thee, this is not time to be judgmental. There can't be condemnation with this. We have got to go forth and love our family members, our co-workers. Start to prepare your heart for this, because it's coming soon. The disappointment's going to be large for someone, whichever way all this goes. Not predicting, not prophesying, just saying somebody's going to be disappointed in all this. And it's our job to bring the love of Jesus and then to bring him into the kingdom. Because what do we do? We love him into the place we're at, right? Awesome. I knew that would go like that. Thank you, Lord. You guys are awesome. We get to bring the love and the healing power of the resurrection of our king to the masses. In their hour of disappointment and pain. Oh, glory. Isn't that beautiful? Look what you did. (laughs) Christine, that was so good. My gosh, you have no idea the setup on all of that. So good. We become healed... And are healed ourselves from a place of knowing. Right? We believe the word. We know the word. We know the truths. And it's how we get healed. And it's how we lay hands on brothers and sisters and they get healed. Right? Right? There is no difference in physical manifestation of healing in any way, shape, or form. A headache is no different than blindness. Or a a lump. Or lameness. John 8.32, please. So I'm going to set a little bit of a stage... You guys, this freedom thing today is like throughout everywhere. It's so fun. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make, make, make. Not maybe kind of, sort of, might set you free, sometimes will set you free. Make. It's done. Kind of like it's finished. It's really finished. Every part of it is finished. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you. Make you. It doesn't have an option. In this context, the enemy, the deliverer of the lies, of affliction, of pain, of suffering, of disease... That's how, that's how the Lord could say this. Guess what? He's under our feet. Right? In all things. Why? Because it's finished. Jesus already won. His blood that we just partook, 
with? Finished it all. So all of those lies from the enemy, they have no choice. Why? Because they were made to leave. Make sense? Because they don't have an option. 2 Corinthians 5.17, please. Today is going to be a day of freedom in a lot of different ways. This thread is running through everything that was spoke out pre-service, during service, worship and prayer this morning that I expect half the room to be at next week by 8 o'clock. It'll be awesome. We all pray together. It's just a glorious time. Second Corinthians 5.17 Now, if anyone is enfolded, what the heck does that mean? Anybody ever make pastries? Yeah. So you enfold all the butter into it, right? And you fold and you refold and you refold. Okay. Or, or, or how about when you were a kid and you were in school? I'm safe, right? Yep. And you're passing a note to somebody. And you fold it all up really tight, and in the middle of that's all the little message that you're sent, right? You're enfolding. I understand what the word enfolded means. I use the word entangled. I am fully entangled in him. I can't step out if I wanted to. I'm, it, it's like having three strands of a really big rope. I'm right in the middle of it, and he's tied right around me. Amen. Think about what a picture of DNA looks like, the helix coil of DNA. Yeah. You're in the center, and he is entangled yeah. around you. He is enfolded. We are enfolded in Christ Jesus, period. Yeah. He has become an entirely new person. Well, that's me. I'm Bob Christ. Can you tell yourself that? Can you look yourself pupil to pupil in the mirror and tell yourself that? Amen. Me too. Every day. And the more the enemy pushes my buttons on something, the more I tell him. (laughs) Nice try, but I'm Bobby Christ. You're out. Right? Do it. Promise. He has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Well, what was part of us before our life in Christ? Sickness, disease, bondage, addiction, pain, suffering, lack of self-worth, lies. lies. Oh, right? So who are we now? We're entangled in Him. We're a new creature in Christ. None of that's there. Behold, everything, everything is fresh and new. We're a new creature in Christ. Not kind of, sort of, for real. Any of those trespassers from our past can't stay, period. We've got to know that we know that we know that we know these scriptures and these concepts. Because you could say it 20 times, you could say you got it now, and you're going to get in your car, and the enemy's going to go, 
Yeah, and your knee still hurts, doesn't it? No. You need to be able to say it from the absolute core of your being. Yeah. No. Out. Okay. Don't overthink it. Just receive it. Pastor Ryan did a great job talking about this. I picture this in my own journey that I'm literally lifting my hand up to receive what God's got for me. When I worship and I raise my hands like this, I am receiving all the favor and blessings he's, he's dumping at that moment. I feel sorry for anyone that doesn't raise their hands in worship. They're missing it. They're only getting what's penetrating their brain as they stand there or lean or whatever, right? This. It's like a funnel. Tough fun. Anybody else experience that? Yeah. Okay, thanks. You got kind of quiet. Yes, brother. Come on. Mm. Whew, kind of stuck to that. <laughs> yeah, okay. So don't overthink what we are told in the scriptures. Take it for what it is and stand on it. Don't allow the enemy through your brain in that familiar voice to talk you out of truth. Or twist that truth just a scotch. Because that's what he wants to do. He doesn't want you free. Only Jesus wants you free. The enemy can't set you free. Only Jesus can set you free. The enemy is going to put you in bondage because what does he want to do? Kill, steal, and destroy. That's it. There is no in-between in his world. For real. I was doing an online class a couple years ago with a group that, oh, Cheryl's ministry is awesome. She has people all over the world. I don't know, 30,000 or something like that um, do her classes. And I was doing a healing class, and I'm leaning up against my counter, and I got my foot up on the sink, and all of a sudden, as I'm teaching, I felt like somebody stabbed me in the ankle. Well, I was healed of that ankle years ago. But it was just like you stuck me with a knife. And I hit mute on the phone and went, out, you have no God, that's enough of that. And it was gone, and I unmuted, and I started yapping again, and all of a sudden that pain was in that, that same leg, but in the knee. Now, again, I got my, I'm sitting on the counter, kind of, right, with my foot up on the sink area, looking out the window into the pasture and the field and stuff. And, and now it stabbed me in the knee. Craziest thing. So I hit mute, and I told it to leave. And it jumped immediately over here before I could even unmute and start speaking again. And it was right here. And the Lord said, I, well, I, I must have raised an eyebrow and looked and gone, what in the world? And the Lord said, Aren't you going to tell it not to come back? Gosh, I I never thought about it. I didn't, really. I hate to be slow, but I am a little slow sometimes. But I get it when I get there. And you can't shake me on it once I get it. So I didn't think I had unmuted already. But I had already hit unmute. And so (laughs) you should have heard Cheryl laugh. That was really funny. What is going on at your house, Bobby? Well, let me tell you a little story. 
didn't happen by coincidence that I wasn't muted when I cast it out and told it never to come back. Get it? There is no coincidences. In your lives, there's no coincidences. The testimonies you tell, the unction that you have at that moment is for a reason. Don't mitigate it. Super important. Because the power that's in the word of our testimony is incredible. And it'll change somebody's life. Or it'll fuel somebody, just that thought will fuel somebody to maybe think about that in their quiet time with their father. You may bring them healing and you don't even know what you did. Jehovah Rapha. The God who heals. The God who heals. Luke 4.18, please. Beloved, this is each and every one of you. All you've got to do is grab this and know in your knower that this is you. Every one of you. No holes barred. If you're in Christ, this is you. You could be saying this. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He anointed me to preach the Gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. What were we just talking about a few minutes ago? The people that are going to be disappointed right now, this afternoon, tomorrow, next week. To heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives so they can enjoy the freedom we enjoy. Amen. We are light carriers. We are anointed to go set the captives free, to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. I know. Right? Did that ever mean that to you before we did what we with the dude? It's cra- this is awesome. So bruised. Does anybody know the meaning of the word bruised in the Greek and exactly what our Lord was saying when He said bruised in this room? It's kind of no fair because we did this together with Judy. So the whole bruise thing. No, I'm sorry. You're up. Um, uh-oh. What are we doing? Mastering your technology. Uh, thank you. In all things. Whew. Bury this in your hearts because every time that you read scriptures and the word bruised is, you, is used regarding Jesus... I want you to have a completely different picture of what it looked like for him to be bruised. To wreck. To crack. Shatter. Minute 
fragments. Separation. Sunder. Reduction to the constitute particles. Like powder. To be ground. Bust, rend, or tear. When I ran that back into the Hebrew... There's literally times that that word bruised was used when they were running flour through a grist mill. That's a lot different than a bruise. I got, I got, I got knocked a couple of times in the head and I got a couple of bruises. I fell down and I bruised my elbows. In this context, set at liberty them that are bruised. I've been bruised in my life. And the Lord set me free from it. I know some of the testimony, a lot of the testimonies in this room from our journeys. We've been bruised by, by the enemy. By good people that were used by the enemy. They said something wrong. They did something wrong. Right? They stole from us. I mean, the enemy stole from us. Or they literally took something from us. We've been crushed by the enemy in some way and we're free. Now, Beloved brothers and sisters, it's time for us to rise up and go lay hands on the sick and go set the captives free in the ways that we've been set free. Faith without works is dead, right? You want more? Give more. It's just a kingdom principle. We don't do it for that reason. We do it because we're submitted to Jesus. We're yielded to our Father in doing all things. But I promise you, you start laying your hands on people, you've heard me say it a hundred times at once, I don't know who gets blessed more, me or them. And the lump just fell off their head. They just stood up out of their wheelchair and started walking. Their MS symptoms just disappeared. And I'm still standing there going, Oh, Jesus, you're so good. Thank you. I get blessed. Isaiah 53, 5, please. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Not could be. Not should be. Certainly not might be. We are. We are healed. So what's it take for us to grab those healings as individuals? Yeah, it's all a matter of the heart. So you've got to humble yourself that you don't know what's going on. You're just going to stand on His Word and you're going to reach out to Him and grab it because it's done and declare it over yourself. And if you need to do it in conjunction with a sister or brother, 
Be humble enough to go to a sister or brother and say, agree with me in prayer, will you? I gotta get this off me. I gotta get rid of this. I gotta get rid of this pain. I gotta get this off me. I gotta get this out of me. Whatever that is. But if you don't do it from a place of humility, you're not really opened up to receive it, are you? It's so simple to grab what Jesus has already done for us by standing on his promises. It is truly that simple. I think that I think that many that I've spoke with over the years regarding this very issue get really upset that they can't get themselves healed. In fact, in so much as I've asked people to minister with me in healing lines in different places and they're like, oh, I can't do that because my thing is still with the stuff and I got this little trespasser and I can't get rid of that. Oh, show me that in the scriptures. Just saying. My ankle got healed from months of discomfort and pain. I didn't ask for it. I didn't pray for it. But I, with Heidi Baker and Meshesh Shavda in Chicago in a healing line till about 1.32 o'clock in the morning, we were laying hands on people. Signs, wonders, and miracles everywhere. And I got out of my truck back at the hotel and my ankle had been finished up. How did that happen? Again, try and make sense of any of this and sometimes it just can't. It's him. I was stepping in and being Jesus' hands and feet and ended up getting healed. So don't let the enemy tell you you're not worthy. Because you are. Brothers and sisters, you are. If you're in Christ, you're not part way in. There's no junior Holy Spirit. There's no little bit of power to get you started. No different than there's no difference in His truths in our lives and our own healings, whether it's physical or emotional. This life will beat a guy up. And by a guy, I mean guy or woman, right? Not being sexist, just saying. It will. It's a rough journey. Whoa, and we got a heavenly perspective, and we're here to rule and reign and not sweat and toil, and we don't get bound up in all this nonsense. It's life-changing. But we got to stop thinking about it. When we're trying to figure things out, instead of being yielded to Him in all things, our king said, but He was wounded for our transgressions, He was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him. Chastisement. I wish I had time to run that, because chastisement, that's a big word. But really, the harassment. Can we just stay there? The harassment of the peace, the shalom that I live in. That's what he was after. He chastised. He tried to get my peace. Get him a peace. I'm Bobby Christ. You you don't get that. That's mine. Go get your own. Right? Somebody messing with your peace? How about you just call out the name of Jesus? Jesus. Jesus. Telling you if you've not, do it. It works incredibly. 
Lay your hands on a place on your body where there's pain and use that name. And mean it from the very fiber of your being. Do it with your family members. Lay a hand on somebody and say, Jesus! And mean it. And know that every power from your king's throne is flowing through you when you do that. It will happen. They will be healed. Matthew eighteen nineteen, please. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Anything we agree on is done. But what if you don't 100% agree? What if there's a little bit of that guilt and condemnation that you don't know who you are in Christ fully? And you come in agreement. I know there's no stipulations. What I'm trying to dissect is some of the ways we don't see the manifestations that the Bible tells us we can see. And we have. There are many testimonies in this room of people that have had hundreds and hundreds and and more healed under their touch and with their agreement, with their prayers, via phone, not on the phone, just with intention, in their face, without their face. Just happened. We got them. (laughs) Yeah. But there's little nuances to all of this that I'm trying to dissect some pieces of to get us into that 100% manifestation of healing of our brothers and sisters and the lost saints. Because the time's coming really, really quickly. The world needs us desperately. I want this, these tools today, I want this word that I'm sharing today to bring us into a place where we can go be who God created us to be wherever we're at, because the world needs us desperately. These are tenuous times. So when you're praying for healing with another person, or for another person, if you're the receiver and you need that healing... Smith Wigglesworth used to say it really boldly, and I'm kind of a black and white guy, but I'm not quite as bold as he is yet. (laughs) He literally would have people go in front of him going down the lines and tell them three things to not do. And you know what was first and foremost? Don't pray along. John G. Lake, same thing. Now... I'm in Christ. How come I don't get to pray too? I'm just going to agree with you, right? See? And what's that? Ooh, is that whiff of pride? Just saying. Could be. It could be. Why? Because if I'm speaking into your body, if I'm commanding and taking authority over your body, you can't receive and transmit at the same time. 
So if your lips are going, your brain's engaged, your soul's engaged, you're literally blocking what might be happening. So when the Lord says come in agreement, He means 100%. So if you're talking and that guy's talking, how are you coming in agreement? I know. I know. So don't shakababa when somebody's praying for you to be healed. Clear your... (laughs) Just... Just clear your head and let them speak it over you. I've shared this word in this body before when, when the praise team is worshiping and praising. Stop singing karaoke and just receive what they're, what they're singing over you. What they're declaring over you. Just rest in your king. Let him do what he does. Be ministered to. That's a problem for some that are so smart. It is. Well, I got this. Don't you know I've healed 10,372 people? I've seen I got it. But right now, you need your carcass healed. It's easy. But we got to be a willing participant. Is that what happens all the time? No, it's not. There's no condemnation in any part of this that I'm saying. But it is truth. And it's stuff that I share and have shared with many around the globe that do this seven days a week. And it's questions we have, and it's little things we've found. And then we can look at some of the old greats and go, well, that's why Smith had that team. That's why John G. Lake had those people in front of him. Because they got people in the flesh to get out of themselves so they could actually speak truth into them. And then the healings would manifest. Boom, 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 boom. What I did with Sister Amy a minute ago when I asked her to to agree with me in prayer. Do you realize how important that is to activate your own faith when you need prayer? Step out. Brother, will you pray with me and agree with me? This has got to go. I need some agreement here. Doesn't make any... See, that's a fleshly thing. We're submitted to each other. Yes? In a biblical sense. I need all of you desperately in my life. I've said that, I think, every time I've stood here and been blessed to be able to talk to you. In that same way, you guys know, if I get hurt, you're it. If an attack lands, I got nothing. But my king. And you guys. Take away the landing strip. For real. For real. For real. I promise there's a minute in this journey where the enemy really does start to back off because he doesn't like what happens when he's around you. You know what? I know. I Listen, you'll come to a point and that ding has been hitting you every time and it's the same thing. And when he keeps getting the same response, Jesus, 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 Jesus. You start speaking truth back to him every time and he flees. Eventually, he's going to be going, you know, last time we did that, that was not so pretty because then all that was praise and worship. People came to Christ. Get it? 
That's where we got to be. That's the reality of part of this journey. You will freak the enemy out with your praise and worship and your declarations and the truth of the scriptures that bubble forth from your belly. Let the Holy Spirit lead you in those things. Because guess what? What you can't see and you don't know, he will give you a little unction and you'll be like, well, I never even quoted that scripture before. Huh. Fascinating. Guess what? It was for that little knucklehead that was trying. Right? Okay. Wow, that was a little sidebar. Praise God. Bonus. Okay, once you get your healing, it's, it's up to you then to keep it. What does that mean? How can you not keep it? It's done. Does the enemy believe it's done? Or is he going to come back and try? Oh, you have a little faith? You going to let it back in? What? I told you my ankle story. I had, that ankle blew up like a football, by the way, when I heard it. And I was helping a widow move. It was horrible, and it was healed just like that. It went from the size of a football to back to normal size, but I only got about a 98% healing on it. So when I slid out of my Suburban every day, that foot goes down first. It was just that little wince, just a little. I dealt with it, but it was a trespasser, and I couldn't get rid of it. I had no choice in the glory I was in in Schaumburg that day. It was history, And and it's only tried to come back that one time I was doing that That teaching. Get it. We've got to take authority. It ain't coming back on. Yeah, fat chance. (laughs) Now that's me. That might not be you. I'll do however the Holy Spirit leads you, but I laugh at this stuff all the time. Get a wince in my back. Yeah, nice try. I'm picking this table up anyway right now. Because you're not going to win. Get it? These are important little things for you to keep your healing. Because the enemy wants you... Submitted. He wants you defeated. He wants you not believing the truth. He will do anything possible to steal your joy. And I don't know about you guys, but when I'm wincing and in pain or stand up and walk and it hurts, I'm not necessarily walking in the fullness of joy that I was created to walk in now that I'm in Christ. Acts 10.38, please. Isn't this good? I love sharing truth with people that want truth. Yeah, yeah. This journey is so fun. It's such a blessing. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Do we carry power? Huh, more than you know. If you've not yet gotten to a point that you laid your hands on somebody and prayed for them and went, what was that? Oh, just wait, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's all a matter of the heart. So when we've got our heart on Him, and we lay our hands on somebody and pray for Him, we shouldn't be surprised. Yet I'm just going to be real. For me, I was surprised a lot of times. <laughs> I go, oh my Lord, that's so fun. Now, a little bit of a sidebar. We're created in God's nature and image, yes? yes. 
I think it's fun. It's okay that it's fun. I'm advancing light and darkness and dadgummit in my world. That's a lot of fun. I live for that seven days a week. And praise God, I get to do it seven days a week. Okay, back out of the sidebar. Who went about doing good. Do we all go about doing good? Are we nice to everybody we're around? We're pleasant to be around. We do a good job at our jobs. We make people laugh. We make people smile. We hold the door. And healing all that were oppressed by the devil. All means? Hebrew too? Awesome. One, two. (laughs) All that were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Do we live in Christ? I live in, 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 in Christ, seated in heavenly places. Yes? Yes. So, what does that tell us we're doing and healing all, everybody, that were oppressed by the devil? Do you mean to tell me that sickness and disease is every bit the devil? Indeed. Indeed. So, that means we handle it a little bit differently. Because Jesus gave us great examples of how to handle the devils. Out. Go. Right? It's different than, is that a bee? Hmm. Out. Somebody take authority over it and drop it like a B-52. We have authority and power over all of these things when we use them. So why do so many great brothers and sisters in Christ, God, if it's your will, please heal me right now. Father, if you could find it in your heart to heal me, I'd sure love it. Or how about the devil's favorite lie? You know, if you weren't sinning like that, your knee wouldn't hurt. Well done, brother. <laughs> right under his foot, too. <laughs> ah! Authority. Okay, so... If God told us that Jesus was going about doing good and healing all of those oppressed by the devil... Can we grab that attitude as we pray for someone and know that you know that you know in the very fiber of your being? You're not asking for a miracle. I mean, maybe you are, because it's really a miracle in the natural, but really what you're doing is evicting the devil from their body. Truly. And it's not a maybe sometimes thing. It's an every time thing. Now, we all know, we've heard testimonies. We have people in this body that have been in passionate worship and been healed. Sister Tanya had a tremendous healing. In the midst of worship. Why? Because she wasn't saying karaoke. She was worshiping her father. That, now, I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Fact is, in Bobby's world, that's a glory healing. Just like this one. That's a glory healing. It just happened. 
I didn't pray for it. Nobody else prayed for it. Nobody was praying for her. She was passionately hanging out with her father at the throne and got healed. Just like that. And I know there's more of those testimonies right here. This is such a simple thing, you guys. And we seek, and especially in Western culture, the rest of the world doesn't have this problem as much. We're so smart. We read 117 books on a subject. We listen to 37 speakers. Nowadays, we can go to 57 different YouTube channels and listen to everybody spin on the same thing. Not that any one of them are wrong. But all of that information gets us on overload. And in the meantime, our ankle still hurts. Come on. I'm all about information. I'm the million question guy. I ask my, wait, ask your father. How's that Bobby act? He's asking me questions all the time. Because I live that way. I'm constantly asking. How's asking doing in worship about this? I've been asking as we're going here. What are we doing next? So I'm going to leave you with this. We're going to have a great time of prayer with our altar team. I'm going to encourage you not to laundry list and come into verbal agreement with what your needs are if you come forward for prayer. Let the Holy Spirit lead the person that's going to pray for you. Let him lay hands on you and declare over you what the Holy Spirit tells him to declare. Just take a stab. This is a fascinating journey, you guys, and I'm so honored to be on it with you. But I'm going to leave you with this. Contend for every healing you need. Physical, emotional, contend for it with His Word. Our God is a God of promises. You know how many times I was on my knees or on my face saying, God, but you promised in your Word. I couldn't quote that Scripture, but I'd read it enough times to know that I could say, you promised me. Guess what happened every time? I promise. I promise you. He shows up every time. Why? Because I put my heart in a place of receiving and I stood on His Word. And His Word, He's a God of fulfilled promises. Amen? Because it is finished. It's finished. It's finished. We say that a lot in this house. It's beautiful. Because it's truth. It is finished. There's some things I would encourage you all to do. It changed my journey. Everywhere I go, I encourage people to do this. They're called a million different things. It's a simple way to call them as I am statements, okay? I am. And this is stuff you say over yourself multiple times a day till you believe it. And unless you're like really special, that's going to take more than 10 minutes or 5 days or 3 days or 15 minutes. I am loved, precious, forgiven, cleansed, valuable, and His delight. I am a new creation. Old things are passed away. All things are made new. I am victorious every day by the greater one that is in me. I am strong. 
strong with the Lord's power, and His joy is my strength. You know how many people that have broke out laughing and ended up healed? That I've witnessed in my face with our carcasses close to each other? It's fantastic. Don't think it or overthink it. How can laughing heal somebody? Oh, no. Ask your daddy. All I know is I stand on his joy. Okay? Because it's my strength. I am casting all my cares upon the Lord. Period. I've shared before how I did that initially, but I literally put it in my hands and I would visualize it, say, Lord, I'm giving it to you. You told me to give it to you and you'd take it. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. I can't. I can't deal with it. It's yours. Thank you that you've got a better plan for me than that nonsense. Every time he shows up. Every time. I hope this challenged you. I hope that it prepared you to go out into this realm that we're in right now. It's no coincidence that we're here right now. That our spirit was sent to be in this realm right now. We're needed desperately to speak truth. To bring light into darkness. Amen. Amen. Alright, stand up. I want to bless you guys like our pastor does. Thank you so much for sharing a few moments with us as we have encountered Jesus Christ through the ministry of His precious, life-changing Word. If you'd like to learn more about the ministry of Pastor Steve Castle and Beloved Church, please visit us online at BelovedChurchIllinois.com or call us at 815-990-0367. Always remember that you are part of the Beloved Family of God, and at Beloved Church, this is where you are greatly loved. Now please open your heart as Pastor Steve proclaims the blessing of the Father over your life. Beloved, I pray, I desire, I declare that above all things that you allow the finished work of the cross to bring prosperity into your finances and also divine health prospering your body. And all of these things are going to affect you in a supernatural way as you allow your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, and your personality to be perfected in prosperity that the Father desires for you to have. We love you, and we cannot wait to see and be with you again soon. Goodbye, beloved. Speak life.